Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Aesthetic Insider Radio. This is your host, Angela O'Mara. Today I have Darren Walters, the engineering manager at MTI Medical Technology Industries, who is going to speak with us about the MTI patient examination chair and some of the many fascinating aspects, including how both automobile and aerospace and computer engineering has truly reinvented the patient examination chair. Darren, welcome to Aesthetic Insider Radio. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Hi. Hello. Thanks for having me. Hello. Absolutely. Well, Darren, before I start asking you, I have loads of questions about, you know, what it took to build this chair and, and kind of get it to where it currently is today. Um, but I know our listeners, you know, always want to hear a little bit more about, you know, the people behind the scenes who are doing this type of amazing work. And so if you wouldn't mind, you know, just telling us a little bit about yourself and what it was that attracted you to joining the MTI team. Sure. Well, let's see. I, I've been here for just about uh, seven years uh, working with MTI, and I think, uh, of course, one of the first things that attracted me to the company was the opportunity in coming here. I uh, knew that they were just launching off in an effort to uh, redesign part of their product line, and uh, that's always an exciting opportunity for anyone in design engineering. Uh, also, I think uh, one thing that uh, that uh, I was attracted to, I guess, with the company was the fact that they were wanting to do things in a in a I guess what I consider a house of order, where they wanted to do do the right things in the right way and then for the right reasons. And what I mean by that is they wanted to set the appropriate uh, procedures and uh, control processes in place that would allow us to uh, grow the company, of course, but. Uh, but do it in an, in an orderly fashion. Um, I guess I've been in industries before where you you do a lot of firefighting, where you're constantly running from catastrophe to catastrophe, trying to, to quell the the, the uh, problems that arise. And so, doing it in an orderly way, where you're you're setting those processes in place, is very helpful. I think uh, aside from that, I, oh go ahead. Oh no no no, I'll go continue, please. Well, I was going to say they—they they also uh, the company leadership here, as I interviewed, they—I could tell they had a strong passion for, for what it was that the, the vision for what they saw, you know, what they could develop this uh, product that uh, they wanted to reinvent, and and uh, there was a, a ton of experience to lean on. They had a lot of customer feedback on many, you know, decades of experience working in the industry and and knowing what it was that the customers really needed and what it was that we had the opportunity to design and build. And I sense that passion and that vision there. So. Yeah, I mean, I find it quite fascinating, you know, because I think until more recent years where we have seen such a change in kind of a patient-centric medical care is, you know, I, I, the patient comfort as well as the ability for the physician has just has truly revolutionized what was simply considered a chair, you know. Yeah. And, uh, I, and again, that's what, I, that's what I find really fascinating is that a patient examination chair is truly a, a fascinating piece of equipment. Um, would you agree? It is. It's, it's uh, you know, there's a lot of function to it, and that's, I think that's been one of our strengths uh, all along is the fact that we, we focus very much on the, the functional aspect of uh, 
there's a, there's a lot of maybe things that even even physicians themselves wouldn't recognize that are important aspects of the design of the product, but uh, not you know you know if they're looking at it and not really realizing at the outset what are the things that are going to be important to them as they're actually using this product and and the patient themselves the comfort that they're experience you know so that's that's been a strength for us all along is to to learn from those needs and then to try and uh, do all we can in the design to accommodate those. Absolutely. Well, no, you know, Darren, I do, I do know that you manage quite a, a group of engineers, or you have a group of engineers on your team who come from, you know, the other engineering disciplines that I had mentioned earlier, such as aerospace, automotive, design, and computers. So, um, could you share with us how such a diverse skill set actually help with product design and development for the MTI chair? Yeah, sure. Uh, so, I mean, I'm a strong believer that diversity breeds uh, ingenuity. I think, uh, you know, if you have a lot of similar-minded people with similar backgrounds and habits meeting together and coming up with ideas, they're generally going to come up with similar ideas. So the more diversity you can introduce into the group, it just brings different ideas um which also leads to more opportunity to synergize, I would say. You know, you bring these good ideas together and you end up coming up with something that maybe none of you thought of in the first place. And the more diversity you introduce there, the more opportunity there is for that to happen. Uh, I think uh, as far as the, the industries that you, you mentioned, the one uh, industry that we leaned heavily on was the automotive Uh Part of that was because we, uh, you know, engineers are, I would say, they're good at uh, designing things that, that uh, solve a problem or, or function in a good way. You know, as far as the functionality, we're good at that. We don't necessarily have a reputation for aesthetics as far as the look of a product goes. That's not what a strength, I would say. And so we knew we wanted to push ourselves in that area. We knew we wanted to... Um, you know, basically force ourselves to work to achieve a, a look that would be something that would be we'd be proud of, that would be a beautiful design. And in order to to do that, we actually went to an industrial design uh, in, uh, individual who's experienced in industrial design in the automotive industry. You think about our product line, these chairs, uh, you know, and where the market and where the industry trends are with things like medical chairs, well, you can kind of look at the sister market of automotive uh, chair seats that function kind of in a similar way. You know, they have motors that position people for comfort and convenience, and and that's really what we're trying to do as well in, in a lot of respects. So this individual that we, we brought in, he's a uh, award-winning industrial designer. And I don't know if you're familiar with industrial design, but it's really they're more of an artist than they would be a you know a design engineer or something. They 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 give you the uh, the form factor or the shell that we need to work with. And so they they present the face of the product. They establish this shell that we then are forced to to basically work within and, and try and accommodate and meet what it is that they. Uh, present at the outset that, that gives you that look and uh, you end up with the functionality that you're after. So, You know, I, um, I, I do know because you mentioned the auto, you know, we talk about the automobile industry and that is, is kind of one of your you know, biggest attributes and, and taking many of the advances made in, in that field. Um, you know, I had conducted an interview recently actually with a doctor who 
really has built up, he's designed his medical practice around his MTI patient chair, Dr. Constantine, and, and I do know that he considers the MTI patient exam chair to be like the Rolls Royce at the, at the you know, medical chair industry. Um, what would you say it is that really makes your chairs different to, you know, perhaps some of the other chairs currently on the market and currently in use at other aesthetic practices? Hmm, that's an interesting term that he used, but uh, I think definitely our company, we have our strengths. There are th- certain things that we're known for and that we lean on heavily in, in, the, in our products. We... Uh, are, they're very usable as far as usability. They, uh, you know, we have um, some of our design, the aspects of our design, like the the, uh, the shape of the back, the tapered back in our design. It's very slim and, and uh, accommodating to physicians as they're trying to get get up close and personal with the patient. Covers as well. They, they, you know, we we design these to be very uh, uh, minimal, I guess you could say, and and allow access to the patient. So that's definitely a strength. We have, uh, as far as accessories, we're a very extensive line of accessories, and, and we're, uh, you know, we, we're very focused on accommodating what the needs are of the physician, and that's what we develop new products around around those needs. Our our chairs are are very quiet. The motors we use uh, the ultra quiet DC motors that uh, and the lift systems. They're very uh, sturdy, very strong, so you don't have things like leaky hydraulics or, or a wobbly lift system or something like that, that that you'd be concerned about. These are, uh, you know, very rigid and stiff, I guess. They're, uh, our product itself is, is a very rugged, very, it's, we're known for craftsmanship and extremely long life, reliable product with, uh, with a, a long life. Uh, and aside that, I would say uh, we have a lot of versatile products too, a lot of different chairs for different uh, specialties. And, and we, design around the needs of those individual specialties to make sure that we're accommodating those needs. Now, in terms of if there's more than one physician in a practice, um, that may, you know, maybe there's more than one chair in a practice, but that they kind of perhaps share use at certain times of the of the schedule, you know, the the use of the chair. Are there, is, do these chairs have the ability, kind of like in a, in, you know, like my my son can have his settings on my car, you know, and I can have my settings on my car. So when I get in, you know, with my key, the the, the exactly. seats go to my preferences. Um, is they there a do, similar yeah. type of thing on the MTI chair? Exactly, yes. So they're programmable chairs with programmable positions that, just like you mentioned, you know, up to four uh, four programmable positions and even, even an additional one on our newer chair that we're coming out with that uh, can be positioned around one or two or more doctors' needs as far as what they have as a preferred position. So, yep, exactly. Now, in terms of, because I just have a couple more questions about the design, and I, and, and I know that, you know, um, or I've, I have been told that there's like 3D computer modeling and 3D printing, which is kind of a big buzzword right now. I mean, you learn a lot, of, see a lot of things in the news about 3D printing and 3D computer modeling. Um, can you tell me a little bit more about that and how that has helped with the new designs that you're, you're talking about? Sure. So, yeah, so, I mean, Designing in 3D in this industry, designing in 3D is definitely the future. If you're not designing in that realm, you're really behind the curve. Uh, 
And, and what 3D design, of course, allows you to do is to step right inside and, and look uh, up close and personal at every angle and scrutinize. You You have infinite magnification of, of uh, what you're looking at. Zoom in real close. You can get inside and look look around. Uh, or you can d discover things that are you know potential interferences or, or where clearances need to be. Uh, and it, it also uh, allows uh, 3D modeling, um, <clears throat> and the tools that are associated with that allow you to do strength optimization versus weight. So if you're, you're trying to minimize the weight of the chair but increase the strength, of course, you know, that's exactly what we're after. It's very strong, very light, and uh, 3D modeling and modeling tools allow you to accommodate and accomplish both. Um, I think... Uh, as far as the 3D printing, I think you mentioned as well that we do uh, 3D print uh, prototypes, and, and that offers, uh, I guess, kind of a sculptability, uh, but but you can do these rapid turn iterations, and, and, and but that is it's basically uh, you can design, print, or 3D print an object, you can analyze it, refine it, and then return that, or repeat that process. And you can do it in a matter of hours instead of what would normally be weeks to, to iterate. And so that gives you these uh, almost unlimited iterations of design. And that's how you know, designs evolve over time. And they, we just take something and we improve it and improve it. And uh, having that ability allows you to do a lot more of those uh, incremental improvements early on in the process. And uh, you will... Uh, You'll design a product. You'll design it with these, uh, you know, 3D printed prototypes, and uh, look it over, and you can say, okay, this looks good. Now, how can we make it look even better? How can we make it work even better? Mm -hmm. I mean, I find it quite fascinating. I mean, just like you said, these these uh, kind of engineering designs and things that are becoming commonplace, um, yet seem to have only been invented, you know. Uh, not too long ago, you know, but now, it's like you said, the 3D printing, it's like if you're not doing that, it's just, you know, what it was the wave of the future, and now it just seems to be a current reality in terms of engineering and design of anything. Yeah, very powerful tool, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And then, you know, I do have a question on, you know, because I, you know, my kind of, you know, I think of patient examination chairs, and I always think of the kind of stiff, fabric, plasticky feel, you know, to a chair. Have you done any upgrades, you know, with, with your chairs now to, obviously, you know, they have to have all their own safety and hygiene and, and everything else standards, but have you made any, any upgrades in terms of actual fabric? Uh, I, I don't know what you would actually call it on, on a patient chair, but the... So, yeah, upholstery the, uh, is material. termed, yeah. Yeah, we... Re Determine as the upholstery of the of the chairs, and we do actually spend a lot of time and a lot of effort on. Uh, and there are considerations similar to what you mentioned. It's not just about feel. For example, there's uh, hygiene. You have to be able to clean the product. It has to be fairly robust and and of course tear resistant and, and things like that. So you got to be pretty selective in what you're able to use. In fact. Uh, from a, a look standpoint, uh, you know, and, and not just look, but uh, functionality, things like seams, seams in an upholstery uh, cushion, 
are problematic generally for doctors, and, and not not entirely so, but uh, for the most part, they try to avoid those because of hygiene considerations. If you're getting bodily fluids or, or just uh, you know leftover residue that uh, can form and basically tuck away in those seams, that becomes a problem. You know, and, and although they may look nice, and so what we try and do is. Uh, 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 take a seamless approach to these cushions where the, the fewer of those sewn in seams that you can have in your, in your uh, upholstery, the better that's going to be for the doctor. Now, there's different approaches to that, and some actually prefer to have seams to allow maybe a little more comfort or uh, aesthetics to the to the upholstery. But but yeah, those are considerations. So we do uh, we have uh, multiple options available of types of upholstery fabric. There's the, the more soft ultra leather that is a little, uh, uh, you know, is more supple and, and soft and, and uh, comfortable, I guess you might say. But even the the, uh, the deluxe upholstery that we have is, uh, which is kind of the, the standard level, is very, you know, very soft and very advanced. It's, I think I would say upholstery's come a long way already, and actually, it's the I think the automotive industry in a lot of ways drives that as well. It's, the needs and the demands of the consumer, and uh, we uh, do a lot to uh, try and optimize that as well. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a cold, hard plastic. <laughs> I remember exactly, yeah. as, you know, going to the doctors. Uh, right. uh, no, I think it's brilliant that you... I mean, I do. I, I think for a company like MTI to really see the future of where medicine is going, and, and again, the whole patient-centric approach that is... is you know, still coming of age, if you will, in the medical community, but for them to bring together the, the team that they have to really produce, you know, what is an outstanding quality product, I think is uh, is a testament to the company that that has been created. Um, yeah. You know, we're, we're at about like a little bit over halfway through the show, and I, and I do know that MTI has... Um, a new chair, or a new chair to me anyway, the 830 model, which I think is currently being launched. And um, I'd really like to chat with you a little bit about that because I do think this is a big game changer in terms of, you know, I know the uh, ADA, American uh, Disabilities Act, and, and other various um, organizations, FDA, have, you know, been involved in terms of testing and so I'd really like to hear from you because I think you put a lot of work into this new 830 model. That's exactly right, and we have. And that's what I uh, mentioned earlier as we came on board. That was what we you know, had as our future was to redesign this product, and we knew it was, it was out there and this opportunity existed. And so that's why we, it is something we're very excited about now and glad to have the opportunity to talk about it. We um, so we, when we set out on this objective of design, we wanted to de develop a, a, an ADA-compliant chair that uh, it would provide the innovative functionality and, and the aesthetic appeal. And by aesthetics, you know, we're talking about, you know, this is the aesthetic industry that you're uh, addressing here with this with blog. And, and but do we look at aesthetics of our actual products? We, we needed to make sure that we were meeting the appeal that was being demanded and, and uh, clamored for in the, in the industry. And, and in doing that, we also wanted to uh, you know, maintain our strengths, our, our 
high levels of, of uh, high usability, levels the quality and durability that we've become known for in the craftsmanship. So we wanted to uh, uh, we we knew this opportunity existed out there to basically, uh, like you say, have a game changer product. We at the outset we uh, set out and gathered. Uh, Feedback from from various channels of, of uh, consumer and uh, manufacturing feedback. We we went to you know our sales representatives, our marketing organization, customer service, of course our company leadership that has like I said decades of experience, uh, our manufacturing team and uh, and those uh, partners that we work with to get all this feedback and we gathered uh, uh, just. Uh, Large amount of uh, refinement suggestions. We we even went out and scrutinized the competition to see what was out there and what uh, areas, what things we thought worked well, other things that we knew did not work well, and there were, were maybe drawbacks to what was offered. So we gathered all of these suggestions. We had over 300 uh, product refinement suggestions on our list, and we met as a team and refined those and looked for ways to, uh, you know, meet the needs and at the same time maybe combine some needs because sometimes you actually have uh, needs that oppose one another. You know, versus the size, some people, some uh, customers would like a very large chair, and, of course, uh, you also have to have it slim in order for the a physician to be able to, you know, get close to their patient. So those kinds of things tend to conflict at times. So we took this list, this huge list of uh, suggestions, boiled it down, and felt came with came up with what we feel like is a real sweet spot of a chair and product. Uh, lots of uh, lots of great and uh, innovative features that um, I think really don't exist out there. Um, there's, uh, for example, we have a. a, a with the ADA, and maybe we'll talk about that a little bit, but uh, the the requirements there, the, the chair has to actually get quite low to the ground in order to accommodate uh, someone that uh, is, you know, a disabled or uh, someone with limited mobility that has a difficult time transferring into the chair. And and as you get low to the ground, that makes the, tends to make the chair kind of small. So what we have implemented with this 830 is an actual leg rest that will extend automatically. And and what's important about that is the physician or whoever's operating the chair generally doesn't like to reach down and, and grab uh, levers or handles to, to pull and to uh, unfold or open portions of a chair. They, they want to be able to just have it move on its own, and that's what we've developed and designed. Basically, just by manipulating the controls, the hand or foot controls that come with the chair, you can automatically uh, raise the chair, extend the footrest, uh, lift, you know, lift the angle and extend at the same time with no locks or handles that you have to manipulate. And then, you know, once it's positioned there, you can hit one, just press one button, and, and it will actually return completely all the way back to its home position. And a very simple approach, no uh, no intervention that has to be you know, manipulated or anything by the operator. So that, that's actually a pretty innovative aspect of this chair, something we're pretty excited about. Uh, along with that, with that home button that you would press to return your chair, you, you um, have the ability to pro program, uh, program that feature so that it would... Um, 
you can you can establish your home position of your chair anywhere you want, and that's just a programmable feature. You you go and you change that setting, and and that's where home position is on that chair. And of course, after that, you still have full functionality and full range of travel. Uh, you can move that chair to any position that uh, you need. So. You know, and then um, we have, we're we at about six and a half minutes into the show here, and I've got loads of questions on this chair okay, on the 8.30. But, um, but I do understand, I mean, what is the, the weight um, capacity of, of the 8.30? So this the one is rated for capacity. Uh, yes. Oh, let's see. That's a, that's a question, Dr. I'm, I'm, I want to say it was 725 pounds is what we settled on. It was a iterative process to make sure we wanted to accommodate that. Uh, we knew that this was a strong chair and the lift system uh, was uh, something that would uh, accommodate a very you know, large patient. It's actually, uh, that's, uh, I think that's higher than any other chair in our industry, the amount that that can yeah, lift yeah. And, and position in. That's not, we actually have a bariatric version of a similar chair that will come out that will hold uh, up to nine, or in the neighborhood of 900 pounds. Yeah. You know, and I and that was kind of what my next question, you know, my, my, not my next question, but my, you know, to to address it, is that I do find it quite, you know, how this this chair can be something where you have tapered the neck, so for the kind of the injectable procedures or any procedures that a physician is doing around the head and neck of the patient, they have that, like you said, close up, you know, and, per, and personal, or get closer to the patient. But then these, this new chair has this capacity for those physicians who are doing bariatric procedures are probably even you know high volume liposuction procedures um that this chair has the ability to go low enough for the patient to easily get into the chair but have the capacity and the strength to be lifted high enough for the physician to then do the the treatment that he's doing um yeah I, I, it it just sounds like it's uh, it really addresses all needs of the of the aesthetic market yeah, absolutely. As far as that, uh, it's not just a strength, but it's a stability as well. So you can raise this to its full extended height. And that was something that we knew we needed to uh, improve in our product design. We, there, previously, we had the option for a chair that would go very low to accommodate the either you know maybe disabled patients or, or doctors that didn't need the chair to go as high but, but could get close to the ground. Or for for taller physicians, you would have a chair that could you know maybe start out a little higher, but also raise to a very high height. And and we wanted to improve that, and that was another innovative thing in the in the uh, A30 chair. Was now you combine the best of both worlds. It will go very low. It travels down to just under uh, 19 inches at 18 and three quarters, and uh, which is at that uh, realm that the ADA. Uh, the access board has defined as the low height that you need to achieve, which is quite low. So get down to below 19 inches, and then uh, can also raise to a height that's up in the 39 inches range. It's very high, so you have that best of both worlds there. Well, I would think, too, you know, because when you talk about, you know, like in the 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 weight capacity of being you know 700 to 900 pounds and in that the bariatric world you know which is isn't necessarily the aesthetics as we you know the cosmetic surgery I mean it's more life-saving procedures that those 
physicians are performing on those those patients, but um, for them to be able to lower that patient or, or tighten that patient to a level where it's comfortable for the surgeon to actually do the procedure obviously makes it safer and, and uh, safer for both patient and physician, I would imagine. Exactly. It is a balance. You have to meet both balance. needs, and that's something we're very aware of. Very aware of. Yeah. Well, you know, Darren, we have about two minutes left on the show, and I, you know, I would like our listeners to know if they were interested in the chair, how to go about and, and contact MTI or get in touch with you. But are there any, any other things that we've missed in terms of um, the, the other you know, attributes of, of the MTI patient chair and the new 829 and 830 models? Well, I think maybe just to emphasize a little bit again that the ADA compliance where the guidelines that came out were, were not just about the height of the chair. There's the size of the seat and the width and the accessibility, how close you can get to the sides of the chair to be able to transfer to that surface. And another aspect that people aren't maybe that familiar about is the fact that there is a requirement for uh, a transfer support, or if you think about uh, in restrooms where they have handholds that you can use to transfer, and that's exactly where it is in this chair. We, we have a transfer support accessory that can it's plug and play. You can attach it to the chair, use it for transport. You can position it so that it's out of the way or in the position that you want it, and then if needed, you can easily remove it to get it out of the way of the patient. So that's, a, that's another key aspect of that ADA compliance. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't wait to uh, be seeing more of these 829 and 830 models on the market in the doctor's offices that I that I go to. Um, yeah. Because it sounds like it's a very exciting, a very exciting future for MTI. We are excited. Yeah, we're we're, we're confident that this is uh this will be a bit of a game changer and something that people are already starting to see and get excited about, and we recognize that, and, and we're excited too. That's great. Well, Darren, just lastly, how can our listeners get a hold of you or um, learn more about MTI? Okay. Our, so we can give our, uh, our toll-free number here in the U.S. is 1-800-924-4655. They can reach us by email also through uh, the email address at sales at mti.net. Great. Well, Darren, thank you so much for being on the show. Darren Walters, Engineering Manager at MTI, Medical Technology Industries. Thank you so much. Thank you. Pleasure to be with you. Thank you. Pleasure to be with you. Okay. Have a great day. Bye-bye. You too. Bye.